0: You're listening to the Audacious Church podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up, and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. Come on Audacious Church, our biggest year yet. That was the vision. Today we're going to announce how much we've raised together and all that we've achieved. But right before we go there, I just want to encourage you and thank you for your faith in this season, your audacious faith that you together as a church, because don't we know the church is more than the four walls? Church is the people, is us, have decided in this season not to retreat, but to move forward. The Bible says the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. The Bible also says not even the gates of hell will prevail against the church. God is building his church and he uses people to advance, move forward as a church. And for us, what vision really is, vision is a picture of the future that produces passion. Vision articulates possibility and vision doesn't live within the confines of what is, but vision lives in the realm of what could be. So for us, our vision took three parts, helping the vulnerable, expanding our reach and building a home. And last season truly was what we would have called a flood season. Joshua says this in the Bible, describes it as this. Now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Wow, what an encouraging word for the 1115, Pastor Lee. Gets better, I promise. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan River, get this church, and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap, in a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarathan, while the water was flowing down to the Sea of the Arabah, that is the Dead Sea. It was completely cut off. So the people, the Israelites, crossed over opposite Jericho. See church, they had a word from God to cross over into the promised land, but the reality was flood. In other words, the word of God didn't match up with their reality. How many people have been there in life where you've got a word from God, but it doesn't match up with the reality? See, this is where faith and vision comes in. Faith lives not by sight, but faith lives in the realm of what could be. So the Israelites stepped into the flood and the waters receded and they crossed over into the promised land. So that was the word Pastor Glynn and the senior team felt was on our heart as a church in November. So as a church, we stepped forward into the flood No idea if we'd reach our target, be able to do what God had put on our heart, but we had every faith, every bit of faith, every bit of hope, every bit of optimism that we together could do what God has called us to do as a church. Half a million was the goal. Church, are you ready to hear how much we've raised in six months to activate our vision? I don't know if you're ready yet, church. Are you ready to hear the total? Okay. Drum roll, please. You have promised £518,946, and the total that sits in our bank account right now is £492,703, half a million quid. Come on, Audacious Church, that's you and I laying hold of the vision, taking heart, trusting God at his word, sowing a seed of faith. Truly remarkable that in November, this is what we committed to as a church. Now, would you like to know what we've done in the last six months? I don't know if you're ready, church. Would you like to hear what we've done in the last six months? I have 11 minutes and 47 seconds to get through all of this, and we've got the F1 to watch after church, so I need to be on time. Don't we, people? Everybody said amen. Okay, first part of our vision was helping the vulnerable. Everybody say helping the vulnerable. So church, I'm going to read through these stats, right? But get this, why we're so committed and we care about the numbers is because every number has a name, every name has a story, and every story matters to God. So the numbers represent individuals that we as a church have touched their life, have changed their life, have made a difference. And this is you guys, this is you and I through our giving. So over 6,000 people have engaged with the Audacious Foundation programs in the last six months. We as a church across all locations have given away just shy of 18,000 meals. That's incredible. We have two flats right now in Manchester because of your giving, occupied by people who previously lived on the street and now have a home because of your giving. In Manchester, they've progressed through uh, permissions with the local authority to house a refugee family from Syria in the UK, which is phenomenal. But we've decided as a church, Sarah and I met with the council on Thursday, that we as a Chester campus would begin the journey of resettling through community sponsorship, a family from Syria in the UK. (laughs) Nobody else is doing it in Chester. Council have a massive gap. So we as a church, we are standing in the gap. We've had 92 students supported through Audacious School of Language, 160 children impacted through our school holiday program. Unbelievable. Chabatansi Village in Rwanda, get this church, we have given 2,700 kilos of rice and emergency aid to the village through this season. And as part of our vision offering, we have supported the village through life-changing healthcare, food and resource support, pioneered a new alpha course in the village, and each family has been given their own Bible. And we now have an audacious college student from Rwanda at college online. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) Locally in Chester, all of that included, we've, had, we've impacted a thousand different people through our community engagement. We have given away 300 food hampers this term. We have bought a cooker for a lady who had nothing to cook with in her house. And the team, get this, have been personally delivering hampers every single week to families that, other, in other words, would not have food in their fridge in the week. Isn't that incredible, Church? Great job, team. We've also given away just shy of 10 devices to two local schools whose kids wouldn't have been able to access education online in the season and are developing nine relationships with our local schools. Get this from a head teacher. This is where it gets really good. Send an email in, send this. Hi, Sarah. Thank you once more for the amazing hampers and computers. Your church, this is you and I, are so generous. And live out the gospel message so vibrantly. Your support and kindness is very much appreciated. That's from a primary school head teacher in Blaken, just around the corner. Can we give it up for the missions advocates team, Sarah, and everybody involved? Awesome. The second part of our vision was expanding our reach. Everybody say, expanding our reach. We are launching three campuses, one of those being Sheffield, and Pastor Josh and Pastor Carly on Friday put their house for sale on the market. And within two hours, all of their bookings for the weekend were taken up. So they are committing, they're moving to Sheffield in a couple of months' time, and they're doing an incredible job already. We've had 45 people from Sheffield in the first interest night, 20 people through Extraordinary Home, small groups with 20 people, And we're launching our interest night in May, Alpha in June, and the first coffee night in July. And the students are heading to do a mini mission in Sheffield in June. We are launching a campus in Sheffield, people. Come on. And on to Cardiff. Anybody from Wales in the crowd excited about Cardiff? Couple of you, man, I'm excited about Cardiff, but you guys are never allowed to go in Jesus' name. You have to stay in Chester. I'm joking. If you get a word from the Lord, I must go to Cardiff, then we will vet you through a long, extensive vetting process. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Pastor Johnny and Miriam are doing a phenomenal job building in the early stages of Audacious Cardiff. So far, there's lots of families connecting to Audacious Cardiff. And to share a story of one in particular, there's a family who've committed to being a part of church online whilst they're in Cardiff, they live in Cardiff, but their youth have joined audacious youth and have been in small groups online youth online have committed and are invested into the community already and we have our first interest night in may extraordinary home at the end of may and first small groups in june we're going to cardiff people isn't that exciting thirdly let's go a little bit local really quick look at those cute faces on screen beautiful wife lizandri we have had guys like i said at the start over 100% growth in our Sunday service attendance from January to now 100 first time guests have been in our services from January to now 80 young people last weekend we're building church we're growing people and let's believe together that as we launched our third service for youth young adults and students every month that we'd have to grow add multiple services one point in the next let's prophesy short to medium term we'd have to move out of this building we'd have to plant more locations So we're moving, we're growing, we're taking ground. So thank you for that, church. It's incredible. Lastly, our online campus. My gosh, who has known the power of online church in this season, right? We have all needed it, encountered God through it in some way. We have had, get this, over 40 different countries watching, engaging, and connecting with our weekly services on a weekly basis. 40 nations, you couldn't have done that 50 years ago people, but now people in countries we've never been to are encountering and meeting Jesus, that's exciting. We've had just shy of 50 people attend our Zoom Connect Lounge after the service. 30 Decisions for Jesus in the Yes Chat over the last two months. Small groups are starting this week and having our first coffee night in May. Pastor Paul and Eric Garner doing a fantastic job building our online experience. Right, put our hands together, And for our Chester team on the online team, doing an incredible job as well. And lastly, the third aspect of our vision is building a home. Everybody say, building a home. You were here, 2017, 2018. You would have remembered we started a vision campaign called "I Remember Where I Was Sat," with the goal of raising three million quid to be able to start the process of building a cathedral home in Manchester. Building. Essentially, a huge campus church that would resource the nation and would resource the other campuses as we send people to other nations in the future. We believe that God hasn't surrendered the skylines of the cities, but as you would come into Manchester, you'd see Audacious Church with the cross, the LED wall, making a statement in the city for Jesus. And we raised three million quid, so we got the process rolling. We submitted lots of applications, architect fees, you name it, got the ball rolling. But I'm really excited to tell you today, church, that because of your giving, we've been able to start the process of shortly breaking ground and starting phase one this year. So planning permission has been submitted, which is a miracle. Bless the Lord. It's going through. Thank you, Jesus. And the plans include in phase one a 390 space car park, a link building which will double the space for kids rooms more than double the foyer space and include on-site offices. Isn't that exciting church? Phase one, that's the car park right there. Looks pretty good. And then let's go to phase two. So we're starting phase one this year, breaking ground. Phase two, that's just on the side of the building Trinity Way. Says this is home on the LED screen. And also you'll notice in the brickwork in the middle, we've got a cross going on there. It looks beautiful. And phase three, next slide, thanks team. We've got the back end of the building, more of the uh, side of where we're going to do church, further at the auditorium at the back. It's going to be phenomenal. And not only is this going to resource our church, but we'll resource the churches of the nation because we're an apostolic church. We're not just here to build the agenda of Audacious Church, we're here to build the kingdom of... God. So our giving together is facilitating this, but also locally in Chester, exciting news. We are investing 15 grand on doing a conversion of the auditorium, changing the stage layout, putting new lights at the back, buying a light and desk, AV, investing in our infrastructure, because some of the kit that we have is about 15 years old and it needs to go in the bin. So we're investing in the building All the production team said amen. We're investing in the building to create a better experience for all of our guests so that we together could move and grow in all that God has for us. We're looking to complete that before summer is over. And also we have brought Josh Hall and Laura on staff this term in youth and operations. And they have done a phenomenal, phenomenal job. So thank you for your giving and your faith. Band, you can join me on team are on stage. But church, why? Why all of this? Why the investment? Why the the investment in helping the vulnerable? Why the investment in expanding our reach? Why the investment in building a home? Well, church, it all really boils down to this, is that it's all about Jesus. We're not here to build a a good time we're here for a long time and not just for a long time but that as we're here building church we would impact touch and change the lives of men, women, boys and girls in our city and beyond. It's all about Jesus. The model is this church is that Jesus came, laid his life down for us so surely The only fitting response is that we would lay our lives down for Jesus. The Bible says it like this in 1 John 3. This is how Audacious Church, we know what love is. Jesus laid his life down for us. And we ought to lay our lives down for our brothers and sisters. C.T. Studd says it like this, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ Christ will last. So together as a church, we're not interested in building our own agenda. We're interested in building the kingdom of God. We're not interested in doing average. We're interested in doing the audacious. We're not interested in doing what could be done on our own strength. But what we're all about is partnering with God in his promises for our city, his promises for our nation, his promises for our lives, and building a church that stops the traffic. The Bible says this, the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. Not even the gates of hell will come up against the kingdom of God, against the church. So we are called to build that kind of church. We're not called to look back when we're 120 in our bed in Jesus' name and think that, oh, we had an easy life. You know, it was just easy. We settled for average, but we're called To do something in our lifetime that the stories of which would be told for generation after generation after generation that when i'm long gone from here when we're all long gone our kids 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 would be encountering god in ways we didn't think possible but because we jumped out of the boat we walked on the water and we done the miraculous so church today is a celebration for your faith and your giving so often we give in faith and we don't really see the actionables from it. There's some of the actionables that we've achieved in one term. But church, we trust that as you've stepped out in faith, like Lizandra shared in the offering, that God will touch your life. God would bless your family. God would give you opportunities that you couldn't even imagine, because that's my Bible. That if you trust God, give to Him, then surely so much blessing will flow from heaven that we couldn't even contain it. But church, it's not about us. In fact, blessing was always meant to flow. The more we're blessed, the more opportunity we have to give, sow, and bless others. That's the cyclical cycle of God's economy, that we wouldn't hold tightly what we have, store it up in a treasure trove, but that we together would invest in God's kingdom and look back on our lives and see many hundreds and thousands of people changed, transformed because of simple acts of obedience. Church, here's some actionables for us as we leave today. This is our biggest year yet. Maybe so far this year, it's felt like a valley kind of year. Well, church, we're prophesying that in the next eight months, it would be beyond your expectations. You'd step into an overflow season. The past, is in the past, and we celebrate the past for what it is. But in God's kingdom, in God's economy, in God's world, the best church is always yet to come. As we press on towards heaven, which is the ultimate prize, the Bible says the world of the righteous winds upwards. That's our trajectory today, church, winding upwards. So today, church, make a decision to make this your biggest year yet. Perhaps for you, it's to take those God risks that have been nudging you for so long to step out in faith. Or perhaps it's to launch that business that's been in the back of your mind. Maybe it's to franchise the business you already have. Take the step of faith today. Maybe today it's joining the team, joining a small group. Let's all make a decision to make this our biggest year yet. But church, you can't make this your biggest year yet if you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life. So right across this place, with every head bowed and eyes closed, we want to create a moment right now for you to make this your biggest and best year yet by connecting your life with Jesus, by making a decision today to give your life to Jesus. The Bible says Jesus gave his life for you. He laid his life down on the cross, took on the sins of the world, but was resurrected from the dead so that we could have freedom, forgiveness, eternity promised in God. And today I wanna create a moment for you to respond and give your life to Jesus and become a Christian today. You've tried looking for the answers in all sorts of different spaces and places. But let me tell you, the only thing that can fill that God-shaped hole in your heart and in your life is connecting your life with Jesus. The reality is church, it doesn't mean tomorrow everything's smooth sailing, far from it but it means you've got the promise of a savior. You've got the promise of hope. You've got a promise of eternity. You can have joy in the darkest seasons of life because Jesus lives inside of you and has given you a hope for the future. So today, if you're saying, I wanna make a decision to follow Jesus, I wanna give my life to God, then right now I'm gonna count to three. And if that's you right across this place, when I get to three, I want you to raise your hand up nice and high in the air so we know who we're praying for today you're saying I want to connect my life with the God of heaven, I once walked with Jesus and I want to come back into right relationship with him or I've never made a decision to follow Jesus yet, then I'm one. You don't have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted but you know today you need to get right with God too. Your heart's beating, your palms are sweaty, your thoughts are racing, you know right now you need to get your life right with God. You need to become a Christian today and follow Jesus. If that's you right across this place, then three why don't you lift your hand up to heaven right now if you're saying today i want to follow jesus i want to connect my life with the god of heaven i don't have it all worked out but i know right now i need to get right with god i see those hands on my left your right you can keep them lifted right now saying today i want to follow jesus more hands today saying i want to make a decision to connect my life with god i want hope i want a future i want forgiveness i want to get set up and set up right with god On my right, your left, saying today, I want to follow Jesus. Thank you. I see that hand. You can put it down. Saying today, I want to follow God. I want to get my life back on track with God. All right, church, why don't you pray this prayer after me? It's a prayer of connection with the God of heaven. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, today I choose to give my life to you. Thank you that you give your life for me. Show me what it looks like to follow you. Today, I'm a Christian. There's no going back. The old is gone. The new has come. Thank you for forgiving me. And today, I choose to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, why don't you put our hands together? Thank you for listening to this Audacious Podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com.